The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. We've got some good news, and we got some great news. Which one do you want to hear? I'm not hearing too much bad news in the Raider Nation these days. A little skepticism, of course, but nothing bad. The mediots, they got nothing to say. <laughs> Before I get into too much, welcome to show 194. Yeah, yeah. Do you know about my city? The city of Oak. Oh, don't you know? Do you know about my city? The city of Oak. Oh, don't you know? Now let's take a little trip down memory lane. All right, today's show should be pretty interesting. You know, I'm going to tell you this right now. Don't worry about the offensive line. That's one of the stories. I'm going to tell you that right now. A New Hope. That's a great story. I got to hit that too. And Jamarcus and Gannon, what could they possibly have in common? We'll hit the bone line, comments form section, and all that. Before I get too far along, to the rowdy redskin. Rowdy redskin on my ass. Yeah, that's right. You know, you got nothing to say about the Raiders' schedule or about us or about anything because your offensive line coach is Joe Bugle. And he wouldn't know an offense if it ran up and ripped off his nutsack. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> so, Rowdy Redskin. Yeah. That's what I got to say about that. ya Boom. Boom. And another thing that came up, too. We did pick up um, Hartwell, uh, linebacker. He went from the Ravens, where he played with Ray Lewis and had some pretty good seasons. The Falcons picked him up, of course. He got injured, injured, injured. Bengals had him for a season. Injured, injured, injured. The Raiders are picking him up to fill in the uh, the linebacker position, strong side. And, you know, it could happen. Could be for him. It's a win-win situation. He's a one-year deal, small contract, unless he produces. This guy could be a key to stopping the run on our defense. Let's just hope so. But welcome to the Raider Nation, Mr. Hartwell. Because I think this guy plays like a Raider. He certainly did when he played for the Ravens. He was in that 2001-2004 team where it was just brutal. So uh, I'm going to tell you right now, he's a great addition. Hopefully he'll pan out and not be injured the whole doggone season. Okay, Raider Nation, the O-line will be just fine. You know why? Because Tom Cable is the man. Because I'll tell you what, before Tom Cable came in, we had 71, 72 sacks that year. We were the 29th ranked offense as far as rushing goes, averaging under 100 yards a game, I think in the 90s. And when Tom Cable came in, 31 less sacks. Thank you very much because that was too brutal to see. As you know, and then, of course, our rushing average bumped up to 130.9 yards. Justin Farkas made 1,000. Thank you. So Tom Cable is the man. Now, we lost Newberry to San Diego, I believe, and uh, Sims was cut. So we do have a couple of places that are open. Now, when Cornell Green went out with an injury last year, Paul McQuiston came in and did a great job, an excellent job. Robert Gallery is not turning into much of a slouch lately, and last season he picked his game up a tremendous amount. I see a great thing in the offensive line for the Oakland Raiders. We have some new kids on the block. They'll be able to come in and take over. At center, a very important position, John Wade from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was picked up and will probably slide into that position pretty comfortably. He's 33, like I said. He's a veteran, and he might be the key to the push up the middle. He's a good center. So 
having the wisdom with our younger players could make a big difference. We have a lot of rookies this year that are going to be helping us out. But I'll tell you the thing that made a big difference. It's the blocking scheme. It's the offensive line coach. Look what happened. I'm telling you, Raider Nation, we have Darren McFadden. Darren freaking McFadden, DMC, is going to pound the ball like crazy. If Michael Bush can get up and pull on a Wheatley and start pushing people out of the way, our offense will be brutal. Oren O'Neill, as a fullback, is a bruiser. And with the help up front and with this running back, I'm going to tell you right now, Jamarcus is going to have a lawn chair in the back, lay down, have a Cooper Libra, and then stand up and figure out who to throw the ball to. That's what I'm saying, Raider Nation. The offensive line, our offense, period, is going to be brutal. So don't be down on the offense because Cable made a huge difference last season, and I believe very strongly that he's going to make an even better difference this season with a change-up of players, adjusting things a little bit more, and have a consistent offense, offensive game plan that he worked with last season. We are due for some ass-kicking running. And Raider Nation, it's about goddamn time we had some good running down the field. Justin Fargus is awesome, and I want to see him play a whole lot too. Don't get me wrong, but I'm going to tell you right now, when do we see the Bo Jackson? When do we see the Marcus Allen? That's the kind of running I'm talking. I'm talking about running where everybody, they got 10 guys in the box, <laughs> and they can't stop him. I love it. <laughs> I cannot wait for this season. So the offensive line should be way put together. Um, and don't worry, because it's going to be fine. Jamarcus Russell, like Gannon? What the hell do they have in common? What's the difference between me and you? Well, I'm going to tell you what they have in common right now, Raider Nation. They both have no nothing in common when it comes down to the veracity and the attitude on the field. We have two different personalities. You have Gannon, the intense, the yelling, the screaming, the very focused individual. You have Jamarcus Russell, very much more laid back, definitely a leader, but a different style of leading, more of a relaxed style, like Montana had a very relaxed style of leadership. I'm going to tell you right now, the thing they do have in common is the intensity at which they approach the game. You cannot ask more from a player than to participate over and above what they ask of him. And this is Jamarcus Russell of late since the season started. And I mean the season started the ninth of this month. I'm going to tell you right now, this guy has been in early, three weeks early, watching film late practicing on the field, running routes, getting into the offensive playbook, and learning everything it takes to be the man. He is putting 110% effort in. This is no bullshit. This is no hype. This is not media shit. This is the real deal, folks. Our quarterback is a serious kid. This guy is coming out big time. So I'm going to tell you right now, Jamarcus Russell and Gannon have that in common. Now, I'll tell you right now, he's lost weight. He's back. To, he's in the best shape he's been in, even in college. The guy is incredible. Like has been said before, defensive backs have been on his neck. Defensive linemen have been holding him by his waist. This guy still rockets the ball out of, out of the way. He's out of the way, right into the receiver's hands. I'm going to tell you right now, Jamarcus Russell, as much as I was skeptical about him before, he's shown me as a Raider fan, as he shows, should show you, and I'm telling you right now, the kid is putting in the work to get the job done for the Raiders. And that is a sweet statement. I love to pass that on to you guys. Know that, that he is jamming. 
and it's been witnessed, and it's not bullshit. So take that to the bank, man, because Jamarcus is just as intense as Gannon. And I'm telling you, I'm talking about Gannon. I'm talking about the guy that came in to the clubhouse and had him take the pool tables out. That's right. If you don't remember that, I'll tell you that right now. Gannon came in when he came in, when he first came there. He demanded that the, the pool tables be taken out of the facility because it wasn't a place to play pool. It was a place to learn how to play football. It was a place to practice his sport, his profession, and he was very serious. That's how serious he was. And that's the kind of intensity I'm telling you we got in Jamarcus. I know. Don't be skeptical. I'm telling you the facts right now, man. Read it and believe it. And that's all I got to say about that. A new hope. Took a long time to A new hope, Ritter Nation. After five years of beatings, after five years of press releases of questionable <laughs> character and fact, I, as a Raider fan, have been pummeled just like you. Holding my head high, as you have too, I just go right through it and say, you know, this is the time that it's, it's building time. So what we were doing, what's what we're doing. Oh, you don't rebuild. You know, you've heard them all before. I have them on the forum. People talk about it a lot. The verbal abuse. I love it. I <laughs> bring that shit on. I'm going to tell you what, bring that shit on, motherfucker. Because our time has come. The worm has turned, Raider Nation. And I know I've heard it before. Oh, we say it every year. Of course we say it every year. We say it every year because we're Raider fans. But I'm going to tell you right now, there is a twinkle in my eye. And what that twinkle is, is Darren McFadden. It's Gabriel Wilson. It's D'Angelo Hall. It's Asamoah. It's our team, folks. Our team. Look at our team. Just sit back. Don't take one particular part of it. Just look at our team. Look at our offense and look at our potential defense. Just look at them. Look at this gelling of young men at a sport with two years of the same coach, two years of the same play playbook, Consistency in coaching, consistency in workout and diet, consistency in ethic, consistency in playing. This is what we've needed all along. This year is going to make a big difference. I'm not thinking we're going to the Super Bowl, but I see 500 as a very, very possible outcome. Don't laugh. 500 is good, as you know, after the last five, last five seasons. I see this rocketing us to the next level. We are there. We're so close. Look at the players. Look at what we've done. Look at the coaching. Look at the improvement over one year. I'm not saying it's going to be a miracle, like I said, 10-game season, but I will tell you, I will tell you that our team – is not going to be laughed at anymore. I think our team has come to a place where you as a fan and me as a fan can have hope that this thing is going to turn itself around. Because I see it. I see it in the line. I see it in the quarterback. I see it in the potential greatness that we're building as a core here in Alameda. Have hope, Raider Nation, because let me tell you, man, you got to be pumped about this season. And when we start to win, and we will start to win, folks, that first game against the Broncos is going to be something. And if you think you can get there, you better take your ass and put it in a seat, because I'm going to tell you right now, being there on that first game and we beat the shit out of the Broncos, 
Hose will be a sweet place to be. Nothing like it. Nothing like being at the Mecca, the Black Hole, Oakland. For the opener, man, we're going to kick some ass. And that, that's this season. The Chiefs are waiting. The Chargers are waiting. The Broncos are waiting. Chargers think they have the division again. They think it's their division to win. They're looking forward to the playoffs. Well, guess what, Padna? The worm has turned and we're going to kick some ass this year. That's all I got to say about that. Our bone line is crazy. I love you guys, man. You got some great takes, great comments. I love it. So here's the bone line with you guys saying it like it is. I love it. Keep them coming, man, because they are great. And it just shares... See, it gives you an opportunity to, to, to feel what I feel when I can just pop it out there and let it out. You just let it out, and I'll put it out, and we can all enjoy it because I enjoy the shit out of these things. Okay, Randy, let's get to the bone. Okay, Raider fans, here we go. The bone line. 1-800-620-7181. Bad to the bone. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Big AC calling out of Portland, Oregon. Used to live in California, born and raised a Raider fan. Now I'm up here in Oregon, and I'm feeling the hate, but I'm spewing it right back. Me and my bro are flying out for the Oakland-Denver game. We are fucking excited. We're staying the night. We're going to be at Ricky's. We went to Ricky's out in 04 and went out there for a Jacksonville Raider game, my only other Raider game. And we are fucking excited. I like to get together with Greg or some of these good fans and get a good tailgate going on, I can tell you that much. Man, I, 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 hope, I hope we whoop that ass like it's over in the first half. That's what I'm hoping. God damn, I hate the Broncos. I work right next to a fucking Bronco fan that I like to talk shit to every fucking day. Go fucking Raiders in the draft. Chris Long, if he's not there, even though I'm a huge USC fan, I've been saying Ellis the whole time. I'm just not sure. I go Dorsey most likely after Long, but Ellis is there too. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be disappointed. Hey, man, love the show, Greg doing a great job and listening to you for a few months now. Born a Raider, I'm a dial Raider. Peace. Yo, Raider Nation, what's good? It's your boy, C-Money, a.k.a. Raider Craig. I'm back. Not going to be long, though, this time. I'm going to cut it kind of short. Yo, what's up, Raider Greg and Randy? Yo, brother, we're geniuses, man. We called it. Or at least I did. You know what I'm saying? I told him, I said, if we either get McFadden, or tall wide receiver, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, we'd be in a good position because it's offense we need. We don't need Chris Long. We don't need Glenn Dorsey. We don't need any of them guys. Although Vernon Golston would have been a good pick if we had gone defensively. But what I'm trying to tell you guys right now is we need offense, and I'm glad they made this selection because this is going to be great. It's only going to lead to great things. Offense is what we need. Can't keep a defense on the field, people. You can't keep defense on the field, people. They get tired. In defense, they say wins championships. It's bullshit. Ask the 49ers in the 80s. They won Super Bowls because of their offense, not because of their defense. Granted, they had Ronnie Lott. They had Bill Romanowski. They had great players on defense, but it was predominantly their offense that got the job done. We need offense. Because what's the point of putting an offensive team on the field if you can't drive the ball down the field and put your position, yourself in position to score touchdowns when you get in the red zone? makes no sense. So what we need is offensive weapons. we got to have offensive weapons to score and put ourselves in position to outscore other teams. It's the defense. We're all set on that. We're all set on that. That's not, that's not a problem. It's the offense, and I'm glad we made the selection. Raiders are going to do great this year, as I predicted in uh, Time for Confession show by my man Raider Greg. Raider Greg, what's up, my man? Much love. Uh, I think I'm going to be getting the fuck out of here because, uh, you know, I don't want these people to hear me for too long because last time I took up half the show. So much love to everybody. Randy, Raider Rick, Raider Greg, 
Love you people. Raiders, I called it. I called it. McFadden was going to be the pick. I knew it. It was either him or a tall wide receiver, and I knew Al Davis was going to take this motherfucker. And I'm glad. And, yo, God bless everybody. I am out. Peace. Hey, yo, back to the bone. Raiders, fuck the Broncos, fool. Hey, this is uh, Juan Jorge. Actually, say my name. Um, leaving a little message for the the silk guy that calls him the Rowdy Redskin. Well, since Mr. Uh, broadcaster over here thinks he can predict the Raiders season, well, let's see. Let's look at the Washington Redskins schedule here. They got the Giants, 0-1. The Saints, they're going to come back next year, 0-2. Cardinals, yeah, I'll give you that one, 1-2. One Cowboys, all right, don't even try, 1-3. Eagles, 1-4, you guys will lose that one too. The Rams, I'll give you that one, 2-5. and five. The Browns, there's no way in the hell you guys win in that game, 2-6. and six. The Lions, they're an up-and-coming team, no way in the hell you're losing that one, 2-7. and seven. Steelers, that's going to be a blowout, 2-8. and eight. Cowboys again, 2-9. and nine. Seahawks, 2-10. and 10. Giants again, 2-11. and 11. Ravens, yeah, sure, why not? I'll give you that one. 3-11. The Bengals, no, I'm not going to give you that one. 3-12. Then you got the Eagles and the Niners. There's no way how you guys are winning that. Well, you might, you might win the Niners game. So that's going to result in you guys sucking the next year. So um, I don't want to hear you telling me that the Raiders are going to lose because if you knew football, you would know that the Raiders are actually going to come back this year. And if you are a hater, which you are, you will notice and see starting September 8th that we will rise up again from the ashes and we'll kick some ass this year. Again, the name is Juan Jorge. You can find me on MySpace. You can find me on the forum. You got something to say? Go ahead and say it. But the Redskins, come on, man. Come on, the Redskins. Who's your quarterback? Jason who? Jason Campbell? See, I know who he is because I'm a football guy. But does the average Joe know who Jason Campbell is? No. He's a deer in the headlights. He's not going to live up to the hype. He's terrible. Might as well just put Collins back in there because Campbell ain't going to do it for you. Who else you got in that team? Portis, yeah, I'll give you. He, he's good. He's good. He's decent. But if you don't have a quarterback to anchor your offense, you guys ain't going nowhere. So as far as I'm concerned, the Redskins are supposed to go up, but they're going to go nowhere but down. Well, that's all I got to say, homie. Peace. Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider Mike. Just calling in a little late with the draft reaction. And what I'm about to say, he... Just know this is nothing against you or the Raider Nation. I'm a Raider for life, just like all of you are. But uh, quite frankly, I couldn't be more disgusted with the way the draft happened. I, I know McFadden is going to be this special talent and you know could be a potential superstar. But I just don't think that, you know, that's something that we really needed. And what we do need is a defensive tackle. And you had one of the best defensive tackles that would probably be available for probably not a long time after that. So, and Glenn Dorsey. And now we're going to face him twice a year. And I just think that, you know, that was just a terrible pick. And I'll tell you why. Because everybody was so high on Reggie Bush. You know, Reggie Bush this, Reggie Bush that. And everybody was shocked when the Texans didn't take Reggie Bush. And last time I checked, uh, Mario, that the guy they selected, actually, I think, 
has done 100,000 times better than Reggie Bush. I mean, really, what has Reggie Bush done in two years of, that he's played in professional football? Nothing. And I'll tell you why he's done nothing. Because in the National Football League, his style of running, which there's three different styles of running in the National Football League, and that's the power running back, which was Tyrone Wheatley, and then you got the finesse running back, which is Reggie Bush, and then you got the utility running back, which is like LT that can just do everything. And I'll tell you right now, Darren McFadden is a finesse running back. Yeah, he's got a lot of speed, and that, yeah, he's a home run hitter, but if he can't get past the defensive line, what good is he? I mean, we'll see. I mean, the jury's out, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be the one I, I told you so. I'm going to call later in the season when he's got, like, two touchdowns in the first eight games or doesn't even sign his contract and holds out and doesn't even get on the football field this year because he's not up to par on the playbook um, or gets off the field problems or whatnot. I mean, I just don't think that, you know, that was a smart pick for the best interest of our franchise. And I heard you saying something that last podcast, how last time you checked, defensive tackles don't win championships. Well, actually, defense does win championships. I mean, just ask the Giants. I mean, you know, they, didn't, they wouldn't win that Super Bowl if they didn't have a defense, okay? And last time I checked, Ladanian Tomlinson gets about 200 yards and four touchdowns on us every time we face him. So you're trying to tell me that a defensive tackle like Glenn Dorsey is not important for the Oakland Raiders, but a running back that's a finesse running back that, who knows, it's a 50-50 thing. I mean, he could be, you know, the next coming of Adrian Peterson or he could be a Reggie Bush. Uh, and quite frankly, what it looks like for me, from my standpoint, that he's going to be another Reggie Bush. And uh, it's really sad, you know, that, that Al Davis is just taking this franchise and running it right down into the ground, you know, and not listening to the people that really know what the needs are of this football team. But, you know, I, I don't want to let the Raider Nation down by, you know, my negative banter, but, damn it, that's just the way I feel. And I've been watching the Raiders for 29 years now. But I think I know a little bit what I'm talking about. And, um, you know, Glenn Dorsey, if I uh, remember right, plays for LSU who just won a national championship. Uh, you know, quite frankly, is exactly what we need. Now the Kansas City chefs are the ones that got him. And now we got to face twice a year. I don't know. I, I just think that that was just a terrible move. And as far as, like, any other picks that go past, like, the second round, it really doesn't matter. Because all the, the talent level past, like, the second round of the draft is pretty much equal. All the players, you know, the, some are good here, some are good there. You might find a diamond in the rough, you know, like Tom Brady at 199. Um, but, you know, it's rare. So that's where it becomes a crapshoot. But the first round is what's most important, and we didn't have a second round pick. So that first pick was everything. And you're going to put everything into a running back that we know nothing about. And not that, you know, we know a lot about Glenn Dorsey, but, you know, at least that's a need that we can fill when we have proven running backs. Like one of the other callers on the bone line said that, uh, you know, we're six in the run. You know, why, why would you need anything more? I mean, that, that's good enough. And, you know, if we're going to get continually get shredded up for 100-plus yard games almost every game, it doesn't matter if you have a home run hitter. We're not, we're not the Indianapolis Colts. We're not going to outshoot somebody at this point in our franchise in this time. There's no way we're going to outshoot somebody. We have a quarterback who's just, you know, going to be starting out basically as a rookie. And I know that McFadden allegedly is going to help him develop and take pressure off him, but what, you don't think that, you know, Dominic Rhodes, or, you know, uh, even uh, Michael Bush couldn't do that. So I, I just, it, it's so disappointing as a season ticket holder and a, as a Raider fan for as long as I've been, 
that they would go this direction with this guy. And I'm sure, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope he's a superstar, but damn it, he better be a fucking superstar. And he better not be a holdout little bitch like, uh, you know, Demarcus Russell was last year. Because you know how Kiffin is. If he's not in camp, then, you know, he's not going to play next year because he's not going to know the playbook. And, you know, Kiffin's already pissed off and out. I mean, that'll be his way of getting back it out. Don't play him then, uh, you know. I mean, he could have played Jamarcus Russell the whole second half of last season. He was completely ready, but he didn't. Why? Because they mishandled the whole thing with the contract and getting him into camp. When they should have done what the Dolphins this year, locked him up before the draft even started. I mean, you still paid him the money anyway. He still got what he wanted anyway. Why didn't they do that in the first place? The same thing's going to happen with McFadden. But I, I'm just not even that impressed with McFadden. He's a finesse back. He's not an every-down back. And that's going to be weighed, measured, and exposed when the season starts. But, you know, we'll see. And I really, and that one call, I think his name is Jorge. I can't remember his name. The, the young kid is 17. He couldn't hit it more on the head about the first game of the year. The first game of the year is everything to me, in my mind. Because if you go 0-1-1, you got to win two games just to get above 500. You're already under the gun. And if you win lose another game and go 0-2, you might as well just, you know, chalk the season as a loss and, uh, you know, another rebuilding year. If you go 1-0, and you have to lose two games to get below 500. So, you know, you still have a shot. You're still in it by the fourth week. So, you know, I, that first game is everything, and I think that the NFL is scheduling us with a national televised game against our arch rival is just, I think it's unfair, you know, with the season that we endured last year. I, I think that that's not fair at all, that they put that much pressure on the Raiders right off the bat. Don't get me wrong, it would be sweet to show the world what, what we got coming, but, you know, I'd much rather have a, you know, like a Lions opener game type thing where we can get off to that 1-0 start. I think that's everything to this football team, especially how wins are at a premium right now. I mean, we're 19-61 and 61 in the last five years. And I'm just sick and tired of watching Dana and Tomlinson shred us up. And we had a nice, young, fresh defensive tackle in there along with Tom Kelly. I, I think that we'd be sitting pretty. But instead, you know, Al Davis has got a hard-on for Darren McFadden. I mean, he didn't, need, he didn't need his Viagra. I mean, he got this super hard-on for Darren McFadden. I just think it's a stupid move for the Oakland Raiders. But I hope I'm wrong. I hope all of everybody can say I told you so to me. But I think I'll be calling in your show about week eight, and I'll be telling you, I told you so. Finesse back, probably injury-prone. We don't know nothing about this guy. Yeah, he's explosive, but so is a lot of other running backs in the NFL to be explosive. It's all about being that utility back or that power running back. The sledgehammer up the middle or a guy who can catch the ball, run outside, run inside, maybe even pass the ball like LT does. So that's all I have to say about that. I'm just, you know, really disgusted with this pick. It just, I find it real offensive that, you know, they would do this, but hey, they got to do what they got to do, and we got to do what we got to do. I love the Raiders. I'll be a Raider for life, and uh, that's all I got to say about that. Go Raiders! What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raul Oliveros, also known as Roliveros33 from Southgate, California. I'm calling to drop a bone. Drop a bone about this last last podcast that happened. And by listening to it, I happened to hear that we have fans from other teams. That's right. That's right, Raider Nation. Fans from other teams that call the bone line to throw in their comments. Obviously, we have some closet fans. Some closet Raider fans out there disguised as Cowboy fans and Redskins fans that are actually Raider fans. Why else would they be listening to the Raider podcast? But to hear Raider Greg and the Raider News. 
So if you fans are out there, get out of the closet. And as far as for the McFadden pick, I'm kind of happy we got McFadden. And as you guys saw, we just dropped that running back, Dominique Rhodes, which is going to free up McFadden to hopefully be a starter this coming year. Other than that, Raider Nation, this is Raider Raul saying we're going to go 12-4. and four. One more thing, Raider Nation. I, too, would like to host the Raider Nation podcast forum section. Please inc call me if you need a new host. I know that Raider Greg cannot be replaced, but if he ever feels tired, he can always use me. One more thing, Raider Greg, looking forward to meeting up with you for the opener against the Donkeys. Peace. What up, Raider Greg and the nation? It's your boy from New York. It's Tommy. And I'm feeling mighty, mighty confident about next season. So much that I think I might have bet at least three or $400 against these faggot Jet and Giant fans over here. So uh, they better step up and play well because I like their schedule. I like their players. I like our picks this year. I'm feeling mighty, mighty confident. And Greg, what's up? I thought you worked in the firehouse, and don't they do drug tests on you guys? I mean, this guy smoking crack that you work with over there, the Redskins fan? What a fucking homo that guy is. See a switch hitter over there? Come on. He probably just does the cooking over there, right? Doesn't the Redskins fan, don't they dress up in dresses and go there? Is that not the gayest thing you've ever heard of in your life? All right, I'm out. Yo, Colorado Chris. It's Saturday, the day after my Yankees got back on track and beat your faggot-ass Marinus. All right, boys, I'm out. Hey, Ritter Greg. Uh, first time uh, calling up, but I uh, love your show, love what you do, love the fact that you speak for the rest of the Raider Nation, and uh, I'm loving it. Um, you know, I listened to a bunch of stuff this week, man. I listened to uh, guys talk about how, you know, we, we made the wrong choice. McFadden wasn't the man and uh, how the other choices we had sucked. But let me tell you something. I look at it like this. Darren McFadden is the ultimate weapon. Uh, this is a guy that uh, our young coach has been missing in the backfield. Uh, Justin Fargus is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful back. Uh, and I love his heart and everything else that he brings to this football team. But let's face it, he doesn't throw touchdowns. Uh, he doesn't get out there and catch passes, uh, you know, beating defensive backs and safeties and making them look silly. Uh, I, I love, I love uh, uh, our boy. I, lo I love the way that he runs. I love the things that he does. And I think Fargus is going to be an excellent compliment uh, to Darren McFadden and vice versa. Our number two pick, D'Angelo Hall. I mean, come on. Who could we have picked with that pick? I think it was a fantastic pick. I think what we did was strengthen the secondary, um, and, and it's going to be good. You, you take a look at our fourth-round pick. Um, you know, we had to replace the production that Carr was going to give us. Um, this isn't just a safety. This is a, a, an outrageous return, man, and I think this is a good pick. Third-round pick, um, you know, you, you, you take a look at Mario. Um, I think he's going to play right tackle, left tackle. One of the two tackle positions is going to give us some depth. Um, and, you know, I, I love the picks that they made uh, with the wide receivers. I mean, I think that this is a Kiffin pick. You know, Armand Shields is a guy like a Smith or a Jarrett that's going to get in there and he's going to, you know, do the same kinds of things that possession receivers all throughout this league do, and that's get first downs. Um, you know, I, again, I, I think if you look at some of these people, we should have got Dorsey, we should have got this, we should have got that. Hey, look, Long got beat by Golston, and that's, that's – um, you know, that, that's something that you can't do as a left tackle. If you're going to come in and you're going to be the number one guy, you can't have gotten beaten by a guy that's coming out in the same year as you. Um, you know, Chris Long was gone at the number two slot, so we could have taken him. And, you know, Dorsey didn't stop Darren McFadden when he had the chance in college, so I don't think he's going to do it with Kansas City. So, you know, I, yeah, I, I think this was the right pick for the Raider Nation. I appreciate, again, what you do for this for this football franchise and for me as a fan. I love listening to you. I love what you do, you know, as a firefighter and everything else. Um, you know, keep going. Raider Nation, keep keep moving on, man. Lane Kiffin's going to take us to the promised land. Go Raiders. Good afternoon, Raider Greg. It's probably morning your time. 
Um, but uh, right about evening, Brian, I uh, just wanted to say that there's been a lot of talk uh, recently about, um, you know, the Raiders and their drafting of Darren McFadden. But uh, over here on the other side of the pond, uh, I think we think it's a great, great signing. Um, you know, there's been a lot of issues with his durability and can he take the full pounding. Um I mean, come on, he's not going to have to. He's got uh, Michael Bush in there to hammer it out and uh, Justin Fargus to, to uh, make a 1,000 yards if everyone goes down with injuries. Um, another thing is they're, they're talking about his character. You know, is his character going to be all right? Is he going to be, um, is he going to be an A-class person? And I'll say, oh, I think the Oakland Raiders don't need that. I mean, we, we have to have a character. I mean, we had Randy Moss in here, um, you know, uh, and and uh, he was a great character guy. Couldn't produce on the field. Forget that, man. I'd rather have a guy that's not a great character guy. Gets into an argument in a parking lot somewhere, um, and and uh, puts a pounce in on some some uh, you know uh, some character that's going to come in there and uh, challenge his manhood. So uh, you know, I, I think we've been missing that since Steve was Nooski. Um, and I think McFadden, if he does have character issues and uh, feels like he needs to punch somebody in the face, um, uh, wish he would do that. You know, Bill Romanowski, guys, Steve Wisniewski, these types of guys, they need to take anything from anyone, Harry Long, from anyone uh, anywhere on the field. So, um, you know, I, I, I hope, uh, you know, people don't judge him wrong because uh, he had some altercations outside of a bar. I mean, you know, come on, where, where, where are we living today? So um, I also think that uh, this is a, a very unique draft because at the top of the board uh, you had Bill Parcells, you had uh, Al Davis at number four, and you had Jerry Jones with two first-round picks. And... Uh, I mean, if, if if anyone wanted to trade, it would have happened, you know, and that's why I'd say Al Davis and I think Lane Kiffin said, you know, Al, I want this guy. He didn't say, uh, come Christmas last year, hey, uh, you know, I want uh, Vernon Goldston or I want, uh, uh, you know, Dorsey. He said, uh, I want Long or I'd like McFadden, you know, and... and uh, uh, I, I think that uh, Jerry Jones wanted Fadden, and I think that uh, Bill Parcells probably, uh, you know, wanted somebody other than uh, a guy that's probably going to have to slide in the right tackle. Um, but um, you know, that, that's why I say if there if there was the option, if if Al wanted to move, he could have moved forward, he could have moved back. And uh, I think Al stayed where where he did because his his young coach who turned his team around said. Uh, you know, Al, uh, there's been a lot of speculation, uh, you know, a lot of talk. Um, I'd like this guy. I said I wanted him in December. Um, I want him in January, February, uh, and uh, all the way into April. Uh, and uh, I, I believe that uh, Lane Kiffin got the guy that he wanted that fits in his offensive game plan. And uh, I think it's going to be a great, great year for all of us. So rock on, Raider Nation! And uh, we're going to have a we're going to have a fun time trying to get some playoff tickets this year, especially me being uh, across the pond. Take care. I love you all. Keep rocking. And keep going, Raider Nation. Well, there you go, man. I'm telling you, we've got some badass mofos on the bone line. I love it. Our Kansan Raider, by the way, um, has been going through some brutal storms. Uh, they've been tearing it up in the Midwest. And uh, I'm going to tell you. My heart goes out to you, brother. I hope all is well with you. I hope it's all safe with you and your family. You are funny. You got the best laugh on the show, without a doubt. So uh, hang in there, and I hope to see you in Oakland, brother. Come on to Oakland. You got to make it. You got to make the trip. Okay, let's see now. Oh, let me just hit this note here, too, because I have to hit this. The Broncos. I was talking about the first game of the season, and, well, there just keeps... Keeps the drama keeps getting better in Denver. I freaking love it. Once again, for the third time in two years, they've rearranged their management staff. You love to hear that stuff. People are being demoted and promoted <laughs> left and right. And all in a vain attempt to take power away from the rat. It ain't gonna happen, man. He's a money grubby 
you know, power hungry rat. And uh, I love it. I love the fact that Denver's in turmoil. Uh, not very good news at all for him. Good news for us is Cutler got, uh, he has diabetes. So he's going to have some trouble. Um, I'm sure he can play. I'm sure there's not, he's not the only player in the league with it. Uh, my heart goes out to him and his family because it's a brutal disease. It's very, very, very serious. But the fact that he has diabetes, man, that, that takes a lot out of your body. So um, that's not going to help the Broncos. It's not helping Shannon Rats ulcers. I love the fact that that's happening as far as his ulcers go. And the fact that they're in such turmoil just makes me so fucking happy. I can hardly tell you. I love it. New offense, new defense. You just got to love it. I do. And I can't wait to play him on their first game. Dysfunction Junction stops at Denver. The other thing, San Diego Chargeless, the Chargeless, Boltless, Nutless Chargers have the one of the easiest schedules in uh, the NFL, one of the, I guess, five easiest seasons this season. So they're going to be all hopped up like they're going to go to the playoffs, and they'll <laughs> – <laughs> They'll need Viagra to make it to the end, man, because I'm going to tell you right now, they are limp, and you know what I'm talking about. Chargeless, forget about it. I love that, too. I love the fact that you think they're going to be able to have the winning schedule of life. I don't think so, partner. Nice talking to you. And Dominic Rhodes was picked up by Indianapolis Colts. Good for him, man. I like Dominic. Good guy. Great character. Um and he's been picked up by his old team. So that's turmoil for their running back situation. But uh, I'm glad that he did get picked up because I thought he was a good guy, a good running back, and it didn't take them long to make a deal. So they must have already had something going on in the mix. Uh, but good for him, happy for him, and that's about that. Now let's see what else we got here. What else do we have? Oh, Darren McFadden, boy, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, what a great kid. What a great pickup. The guy is a gentleman. You can tell. Also, you can tell that he is getting on it. He's going to come to Oakland, and he's going to be something to see. So let me see about our Raider Nation comments forum section. All right, let's get to the Raider Nation podcast comments form section. Let's see. Nagan Raider comes in fear in Broncos camp. Sniff, sniff. I smell fear in Broncos camp. <laughs> Have you guys noticed the free agents that they've tried to load up on? Rumor has it they're trying to bring in Sean Alexander for an interview. Well... We'll just have to see about that. I don't like this idea of him being with that offense, but since we run a similar offense now, I can see him getting shut down, though, just like last season. I love it. And they are afraid of the Raiders, especially after McFadden. Negan Raider, of course, comes in with as much fire and passion as Hall brings to the game. I think that we're going to – be all right on the defense. I think Morrison, Hall, Wilson, and uh, company are going to bring the heart this year. And and uh, Nagan Raiders talking about uh, Warren Sapp leaving and taking some of that fire away from the defense. I don't think that's going to happen either. I think uh, I think you're you're right there with that. I think that uh, Hall is is no no slouch when it comes to passion for this game. And I don't think we've people have seen it. But they're going to see it here in Oakland, and as soon as they do, I think you're totally right. Let's see. Pirate's Life for me comes in. So true, man. I don't think we have anybody that will replace the leadership and passion of SAP next year. Uh, all, all we can do is hope people like Kelly or Wilson step up to fill the role. No, you won't have to worry, man. D'Angelo Hall, <laughs> he's going to bring it, man. He's not only a good defensive player, but he is a showman. And he will bring the passion. Don't worry. That will happen. <laughs> Randy has in here, 
uh, Raider Milt from last season of the Chargers video cast. You should check this one out. He is pretty funny, and he is a bad motherfucker. I'm going to tell you that right now. He's bad. You got to watch out for this guy, the Octagon Teacher. That's right, man, Raider Milt. He's the man. He's my partner. He's always showing up right there by the tailgate. We're always tailgating pretty close to each other. Uh, check out his video here. Randy has it there on the on the, the forum. You should definitely check it out. Here's a here's an article by Calico Jack. Letter rip. Uh, pretty cool. He talks about Dar- Darren McFadden. He had an amazing three year career at Arkansas, where he compiled four thousand four hundred and eighty five rushing yards. That's almost six yards per carry. Scored 40 touchdowns in 37 games played. Whoa. Here's a notes from the Darren McFarren scouting report. Outstanding natural athlete. He's very good size, excellent time speed with a burst. His great vision is an instincts, big play threat who could take it the distance at any time. Elusive with nice feet, quick and agile, real strong, tough, and loves contact. Runs hard and does n- does not go down easy. He's a decent hands and can be a weapon in the passing game. Plays with a nasty demeanor and extremely productive. The nasty demeanor is what I need, baby. That's what you need out of your running back for sure. And here, weaknesses has some off the field character questions. I don't think so. And his legs and his lower barrier are a little thin. But what difference does that make when you have the speed that this guy has? He could improve as a blocker, and he doesn't have a ton of experience as a wide receiver. As a receiver. So those are his bads. Boy, I'll take his goods way, way more. He doesn't have hardly any bads. So you should read this. This is also in the form. It's pretty, very cool. Uh, Calico Jack is the man. He's, he's got some great blogs, too. So check it out. Okay, Raider Nation, I've had it for today. I gotta go in there and start working on my bathroom. That's right, my bathroom. I am in deep construction trying to get this bathroom together, Bonda, because let me tell you, it's a bitch. I'm in one toilet. So uh, I gotta get to work. It means I gotta leave you guys, but I'm just pumped about the season. Don't be worried. Don't be afraid, because we are coming in strong. And I know we say it every year. It's been five long-ass years of brutality. But I'm telling you, man, best time right now. You best get your season tickets now. This is Raider Greg.